0: Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast, Season Two. I'm your forever coffee infused host, Ashley Verma, and we are all here weekly to share the ups, downs, and all arounds of the wild world of parenting a safe space, a Lego free space, to vent, to inspire. And well, perhaps this is the only adult conversation you hear all day. What is Adia doing? Every day. <laughs> Is that funny? So each week I will be joined by a fellow striving, thriving and surviving busy mumsy. We learn together, we grow together. Hell, we cheers with an adult bevy when necessary. I get it. I am human and failures simply happen. I am not shiny and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am at its best. Even when the dishes aren't done, there's crayon on the wall and well, my hair hasn't been washed in forever. I am Busy mumsy. Hello, my beautiful Busy Mumsies. Ash here, and welcome back for another Busy mumsy chat. Today, I am welcoming Shanice Tomlinson and Brenda Cola. They are both the co-founder of Orbit. Orbit is on a mission about empowering women to share their truths and providing a safe space for them and to connect and grow as a community, as new parents, as new mama bears, as someone in that new body with a lot of stuff being thrown at them left, right, and center. I think it's a beautiful thing that Shanice and Brenda are creating this space to allow someone to enter, to just like let go, be them, and share their struggles and to lean. We need to be able to lean in ParentVille. And I'm really looking forward to meeting them, but also hearing how this journey is going as best friends, working together, and creating this space, and also navigating their own wild world of parenting. So let's dive on into this week's Busy Mumsy chat. Shanise Tomlinson and Brenda Cola, welcome to the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Hello. We're super excited. Hi. This is like the more the merrier. Like this just makes me happy. I just love seeing more squares come up on my screen. <laughs> your beautiful faces. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, where are you in this glorious world? Uh, I'm in Essex. Um, in the- <laughs> okay, Brenda, Brenda's in Essex. Give us your best Essex accent. Go. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Let the company come out. Let's hear it. <laughs>
1: um it'll probably be you all right babe yeah
0: you did all right and Shanice where are you I am in South London okay so South- it's literally what you hear is what you get <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, have the, I have to go back to the Essex self. uh okay. <laughs> Because when I first moved to to London, this is so bad, and this is maybe because I'm just an airhead too. I didn't know what bird was, and then I didn't, and then like there was a few other things. And so my husband said, "Watch Geordie Shore, and then you'll understand the lingo." Oh my! Is that, yeah. Is yeah. that is like it. a whole different? It's like don't it's even yeah. Assets. Like wait, isn't there like another show or something that I should watch that really gives me the 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 vibe? Yeah, the only way it's Essex would be like a great
2: show to watch for Essex. I think you would find that hilarious because (laughs) Is it scripted or
0: is it or is it like a la reality TV in air quotes? Reality TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's really up my alley because I am such a Bravo girl. You give me the housewives. Sorry, oh, like, yes. The <laughs> splash <laughs> of New <laughs> Jersey. And then we take it down to Miami. I mean, I am a happy girl. <laughs> this is definitely right up your street. Oh, my God. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. The thing is, is that I have VPN here in good old Uganda. So I can tune into all sorts of, um, you know, not airing here. Kind of stuff because you know we we don't have Amazon or anything here in Uganda.
1: Oh really? Wait, you're in Uganda.
0: I'm in Uganda.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh wow! I was not expecting that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, um, I am in Uganda. Um, oh I goodness. I never I never expected to say I, I'm from a small town in Moundsville, West Virginia, and never in my journey did I ever think that I would be, you know, in Uganda. It's awesome. It's beautiful weather. It's yeah. great food. We, My daughter loves her school. Is it a forever place? No. But I'm very lucky to to live where I live right now. Yeah. You know, I, I was just in London. And let me just say I had to buy a winter coat. And I wasn't too thrilled about that. Oh, my gosh. I can imagine the weather here right now is <laughs> so, so horrible. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cold. But listen, before I hijack this whole conversation, just like make both of you just my fast friends, I want to hear about your friendship. I want to hear how the two of you met and because obviously you, well, for the the listeners already know, because I've said this in my intro, that you both are the co-founders of Orbit, which we're going to learn all about and hear all about. But first... I want to learn about your friendship and when did that blossom? How long have you known each other? Because one's south and one's in Essex. These are different dialects. So, how did we merge this together?
2: Yeah. Oh, I um, love this one. Come on, Brenda, kick it off for us.
1: <laughs> so, we actually met online, peak COVID times. Um, and we met through orbit. Well, before it was orbit, it was something else, but we kind of met through orbit. Um, but, yeah, I was just kind of sharing my experience as a first-time mom. I um, was very shocked to learn about all the things that was happening in motherhood. I'm like, okay, this is the absolute ghetto. No one warned me about it. No one told me about what motherhood would really be like. And I was just kind of, yeah, venting about um, just all the, the little things that no one really spoke about, from mum guilt to just during peak COVID as well, experiencing being on Instagram and seeing your friends kind of do different things and you're not invited because they just think that you're just with the baby, but an invite would have been nice and just kind of sharing those experiences. Um, and just, yeah, we had a lot of women that kind of were experiencing the same things who are first-time mums during the pandemic as well. And um, through that, I kind of saw that what I was doing before, which was... Um, It was a skincare line originally um, and this was because my daughter had eczema when she was a baby and I was kind of blaming myself because I thought it was related to my breast milk and just really that mum guilt that just is all consuming. Um, To then kind of from sharing my experience there to just sharing other experiences that I was having through motherhood, seeing how many women were just in line with what i was going through sharing their own stories we kept having viral moments on twitter and it was just it became a thing where it was like okay this is so much bigger than me i don't want to do this on my own i really want to do this journey with someone else i want them to be a mom i want us to continue to just yeah kind of stop making small topics within motherhood as taboo as they are i think people just expect you to be super happy about being a mum and never have anything to complain about. Um, so I put out a tweet looking for a co-founder, and she slid into my DMs and <laughs> we had a phone conversation. Yes. Right <laughs> on it page. was just, I don't know, <laughs> love at first phone call because we just clicked. Like we found that we had the same due date. Our daughters were born a few days apart. There was just so many similarities between us. Um It felt like when I was talking to her, like I knew her forever. Um, And yeah, through building Orbit together, we just formed this really solid friendship. And for me, it was super important because I think it was the first time I'd say that, like, I've been able to be super vulnerable within a friendship. And I tell her, like, this is my first romantic friendship where I can share everything. We can go on dates. We can talk to each other. We can be super open. Um, And, yeah, the safe spaces that we create for other women, like, we've been so passionate about creating that within our friendship as well. Because um, it wouldn't make sense to create a safe space for other women, and then when it comes to us, we're not really talking about the things that truly matter. Um, and so that's how it just it grew. And so I feel like we've been friends now for four years, best friends for four years. Yeah, Grandma, yeah, and yeah. Like we are
2: soulmates.
0: Yeah. <laughs> are your kids like? Are they March, April babies? Are they January?
2: January. So the so, uh, we gave beginning of January, night of January, and then the twelfth. So literally three days apart.
0: Yeah,
2: in 2020.
0: Yeah, yeah. just before so, the pandemic. And so my daughter was born uh, February 20th, 2020. I know where to oh no way! Yes. right before. I can also say that whole like, what the flying f bomb is this entering yeah. the world of parent? I actually think that I went like three days and didn't brush my teeth, and I couldn't remember. And finally, yeah. my husband was like are you okay? And I was like, I'm just sitting here wondering if I brushed my teeth. Like I just don't even know anymore. Yeah. It was literally the same day
2: repeated over and over and over again. And (sighs) it was just, it was a lot. You're just on autopilot. A hundred percent autopilot. And especially I think COVID and lockdown being hard on anyone, let alone when you've just had a baby and it's your first time Mm. going through this, it was just... A
0: lot. <laughs> <Yes>. a lot. <laughs> now, starting, though, a business together and diving in not only as friendship, but then business. What did you find, like, tricky, not so tricky? Did you, was it easy to delegate just going right into it? Like, no, you're going to take, this is going to be your lane. This is going to be your lane. How did you both kind of navigate through that? Shanice, do you want to take that one? Yeah, of course. I think at first... Um, it was kind of building that relationship.
2: And straight away, like I said, we just got on like a house on fire. And I think for us, it kind of just made sense in terms of the things that I really, really enjoy doing and more so kind of like the front facing stuff. Whereas Brenda loves the creative, the creativity side and doing things behind the scenes and the planning aspect. So naturally, um, it was kind of really easy because the things that I would like to take on and the things that maybe I we have to do but I don't really enjoy doing Brenda would thrive there and I would thrive in the other aspect I think when it came to the friendship aspect um at the beginning I'd say for both of us we both had friendship trauma to a certain degree (laughs) there was that sense of okay but is this really safe and that kind Mm. of feels too good to be true so are we sure that this is right or can I really trust her with this because we're both essentially looking at orbit as our baby and we're both so passionate about it and you know we have the same vision for it but it was that aspect of okay but what if one day she turns around and she's like no i don't want to do this anymore i don't want it to do like there was that real underlying trauma for both of us um but we was able to just have open and honest conversations about where we were at and how it was feeling mm-hmm. for us to actually be able to confront it and be like oh okay this it feels too good to be true but it's actually not this is real mm-hmm. This is a real friendship between us. Um, And I think we actively work hard on that friendship, keeping that communication with each other and making sure that it's not a one-sided relationship. So it's not just me going to Brenda with all my problems and she being that support system for me or vice versa. We're able to actively play that role for each other and actually do it not just because it's what's required as being friends, but do it because we care and we want to be that space for each other um so when i said before about brenda being my soulmate it's genuinely how i feel about her in the most platonic way possible but the connection that we have the way in which we rely on each other and share that space i think that's why orbit as well is in the, the space that it is because of the trust that we have with each other the bond and connection we have made with each other it makes the business aspect so much more fun because we're always telling each other like there's no one else I would rather do this with there's no one else I would rather go on this journey with when we're doing our achievements and we're we're making things happen it's like oh my we're doing this together when we're going through our hard aspects and we're like oh my gosh Brenda what do I do Shanice what do I do where are we how are we going to go about this there's that safety in knowing that I'm doing it with Brenda and so because we have, I have her the way that she has me, it makes the hard times in business a lot more easier to get through because of the support system that we
0: have for each other, if that makes sense. It makes massive sense. And you also touched on something that I, I actually want to dig a little deeper into. And you said friendship trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy hell, we're going to turn this into a whole other podcast. This is gonna be great. I, mean, I, I'm not even seeing my therapist this week. We're going to turn it into this session. I'm just kidding. But I, did you feel a sense of cleanse? Like there was a moment after you had your child and there's a lot of other things going on there's a cleansing and there's a whole hormonal thing that goes on for like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm four years into hormones at this point, but when it comes to friendships and how that changes your trajectory of what friendship is and how you delegate your time when you become a mom. Mm. Do you feel that your friendship was a lot easier to just dive into because you both were giving each other grace because you were both new moms. Yeah, a hundred percent,
2: hundred thousand percent. It's and it kind of Things like we talk about with Orbit, where you have certain conversations and maybe you can have a conversation with someone and they get it, but they don't really get it, if that makes sense. Whereas because we was at similar stages, the things that we're going through when we're sharing certain things, some things I don't even need to say. She just gets it. Maybe I would say one thing or she can see the look on my face and she just can read exactly where I'm at, exactly how I'm feeling and vice versa without having to go through and explain, no, but actually this is why, and this is X, Y, Z to maybe friends who didn't really understand and get it because they haven't had their children yet. So Mm -hmm. they don't, they can hear what I'm saying, but they don't really understand what the reality of that looks like, if that makes sense.
0: It does. I think it's a great piece of information for any expecting busy mumsy to go in knowing like your child is coming, you are going to shift, you are going to change, and that's okay. and you're and you are, the the orbit around you will change, and that is is a good thing because that's only going to help enhance your day, not bring you down. Yeah,
1: and I think another thing is like not to feel bad about just how all consuming motherhood is, especially in the beginning. Like I remember I had a friend who was so upset because I forgot her birthday. I was literally in labour, like, it wasn't on my mind, but other moms got that, like, you're not, I didn't even know what time it was, like, I, I didn't even, I, I still don't know where the rest of my stuff is that I left at the hospital, like, my mind just wasn't there, but for her, like, that was a really important day for her, for me to forget, obviously, but for me, it's like, I, I can't even remember myself, like, I don't have time to think about me, so where do you think I've got time to place you in and my family in and everyone else in? Like, now that this child is here, they are literally all that's on my mind. Like, that's the only thing that I'm thinking of. That's the only thing anyone else is thinking of. Um. So yeah, give yourself grace if, yeah, like you just, things just slip. Like you, it, you don't mean to do it, but your whole world just literally changes. The minute they put that baby on your chest, like that's your responsibility and things change just like that. And it's a lot to take in, and it's good to have people around you that understand that, offer grace, and also understand what it
2: is that you need during that time as well. A hundred percent, because when you were just talking, it just reminded me of that feeling that when you have a child, there's that kind of rush because you... Essentially, you don't want to feel that your whole life has changed. You Mm want to show people that I'm still the same person, I can still do this, and I can still go out, and I can still have fun with you guys, and I can still be a friend, but actually your life has changed. It's a huge thing that you've gone through and it's okay for whether it's the first year, the first two years, the first three years, however long it takes you because it's different for everybody. However long it takes you to get back to that space where you feel like, okay, I have the capacity to be able to do all of these things again or to do 70% of these things again. Give Mm -hmm. yourself that time and that grace um, because it's needed. Otherwise, I get it. There's a sense of loss within yourself when you have that baby. It's all consuming to this child and you feel like, you're kind of left and forgotten in the background, but mm-hmm. just give yourself that time and that grace to go through the different stages, the different emotions. And then eventually I promise you will get back to a stage where maybe you're doing 50% of the things you're, you, you used to do, or maybe you're mm-hmm. doing 70% or 80%, but it will come back when the yeah. time is right.
0: When the time, when the time is right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like definitely when the time is right. Well, Orbit is on a mission, about empowering women to share their truths and providing a safe space for the, to connect and to grow as a community. Can both of you share perhaps a beautiful story and, you know, that that has been like an impactful story within your platform that you have seen emerge and that has helped others?
1: Yeah, I'd say for me, this, I think this is like both of our favorite chats that we've had. But um, it was, we did a talk on birth
0: trauma. Oh, me, Brenda, that's so kind. We're not even done yet. <laughs> we we, yeah. had, a,
1: we yeah. had a chat on, um, was it Clubhouse? Yeah, we had a chat on Clubhouse and it was about birth trauma because, like, my my birth was very traumatic. Um, and this was around the time where there was a lot going on Um in regards to like black being, black women being four times more likely to die at childbirth and yeah. um, we were seeing a lot of conversation online but it was very much within silos and we kind of wanted to bring that to the forefront where mothers could talk amongst each other about this and be open about birth trauma um, and that conversation I think there was over a thousand people in the room And for, I want to say for all the women, it was the first time they had been open about what birth looked like for them. Like to actually verbalise and say, this is how I felt during my birth, Um, there was a, a lot of stories that were like very traumatic. Um, But yeah, it was the first time that women were able to be open about how they felt that they didn't cry when their baby was born, that they felt that their body wasn't theirs, like just all these things that when you give birth on social media, you see the the cute little baby and the nice caption that goes with it, but you don't see the story behind it, um, the real feelings behind it, um, how the mum is actually feeling behind all of that. And so... Yeah, being able to have that discussion um, and being in a room full of women who were just... It felt like everyone that was there was a safety net. So if you fell, you weren't falling on hard ground. You were surrounded by women who were there to love on you, to support you, to, to tell you that you're an amazing person. There was lots of tears in that room. It was just so powerful and moving. Um, And off the back of that, just getting messages from many women, just thanking us for providing such a safe and nurturing space where they could be completely open and honest about their journey. Um, And for a lot of them also um, kind of getting them to that starting point of realising that actually I do need some help. I do need to speak to a therapist. I do need that support. I do need to speak more about this because I am traumatised. From what's happened and it, this is affecting how I'm viewing the rest of my life um, and so yeah for me that was like probably one of the most like, powerful discussions that we've had um, and yeah the most moving for
2: sure. So I 100% that was going to be my initial one that I was going to um, say but way go. You- uh, way go. Honestly, <laughs> um, so when you were talking, it, it reminded me actually of um, so was it last year I believe or the year before that I um, it was ten years since I had had an abortion, and it's something I had never openly spoken about. I never vocalized. Some of my family didn't know. Um, some a lot of my friends didn't know, and. I just had this urge to share it with the community it was coming up to 10 years and I thought what a way to to kind of celebrate that by actually being open about it and sharing my story but being really honest and open with what those emotions were that I've gone through from when I was 14 right up until the age that I was yes it was two years ago because I'm 26 now wow um and I remember speaking to Brenda she was like you know are you sure you want to do this you know just making sure that I was comfortable in doing that and at first I was like I'm not sure I'm kind of I'm I'm scared to actually vocalize this and say it because you know like I said a lot of my friends didn't know a lot of my family didn't know so there was but I was like you know I have this urge I feel like this is something that needs to be shared with the community so we did we posted it on our Instagram and I just remember I didn't stop crying from when it was posted to hours after. So many women reached out to the Orbit um, Instagram. They, Some found my personal Instagram and reached out to me. And I literally had hundreds of messages from other women explaining that they also felt the same way or that they had felt shame and off the back of reading my story that, you know, they felt that confidence and they didn't need to be ashamed about it. And there's one story in particular that I remember where, um, a, a woman, she said that she, um, she had had an abortion and the person that she was with her partner they had a child together and she didn't even feel comfortable enough to tell him he didn't know but she said off of the back of reading it and you know thinking about her own she felt comfortable enough and confident enough to be able to share that with him um and it was just it was just so emotional and I think off the back of that we then did an actual um live audio discussion I think that was the ones that we one of the ones that we did on um peanut um when, it was just so powerful hearing so many different women's stories where they felt like they were they felt guilt, they felt shame mm-hmm. around it. And for a lot of women, they were sharing the story for the first time. And it was just so empowering having a space where women were able to come forward and be really honest and just speak in their raw emotions. We had women come up who were crying and telling their story of play by play. Well I remember one story um a girl was in America and I think she literally had to go like sixty something miles to find um the nearest place where she could go and get an abortion. And she was talking about the trauma of that and the aftercare. And it was just a space where it was healing. It was a a way of speaking openly. And even those who didn't share, that some who didn't actually share in the room, but they were just listening, came a message after to say, wow, like I didn't share, but actually that is my experience. And just being in a space where I can hear other women's stories about their experiences was so validating for me and what I went through that actually... Maybe the shame that I felt, I don't need to be ashamed. Maybe the guilt that I felt, I don't need to feel guilty. There's not this requirement that I have to do or I have to feel a certain way. Like actually some of the feelings that you feel or some of the things you go through are very much normal and they're very much okay. But when we're suffering in silence and we're not having these conversations you're left to deal with those emotions by yourself. And sometimes it's very hard to navigate and it's hard to sometimes talk yourself out of some emotions or let yourself know that actually that is okay or that is normal because you don't have anything else to measure it against. So when you're having these kind of conversations and so many women are sharing a different version of essentially the same thing, there's that validation in that, even if you're not necessarily openly sharing your own story just by listening in. Um, So yeah, that is, I think for me, one of my most impactful and favorite moments um, with with Orbit.
0: Do you do weekly clubhouses? Is that like a weekly thing where where you guys are are creating this space or how how has your community grown and how can more and more people get involved?
1: Yeah, um, so in terms of like our chats, that has been something that we are trying to like work out in terms of like our own platform, like how do we have these conversations? Um, so we're still kind of in the planning stages of like yeah creating something that allows people to kind of listen in um, on a weekly basis and get involved because it's most of the times within the chats it's not even just us like we're facilitating it but we would have I guess community guest speakers who are really passionate about the topic that we have and want to kind of lead the space and share their story Um, so we're working on like a new format Um, where that can kind of sit in a more safe place that we can continue having those discussions. But um, for the way people can get in touch or become part of our communities, literally by signing up to our mailing list, Um, we have events, in-person events that we do um, where we try and get the community together. This year, we're planning a lot um, to continue building on our community. We've been focusing a little bit more on the corporate side of things as well. Um, Just from our experiences of being working mums and how horrible that has been. (laughs) So, With the um, lack
0: of support.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we've been really passionate about, yeah, going to different um, organisations and uh, doing things in terms of like policy work, um, having workshops on what it is actually like to be a working mum. Um, looking at what training could be like for managers as well. How do you manage your mum when she comes back from maternity leave? How do you actually provide that support? And then whilst they're, they are working, like, you don't stop being a mum. I know there's a lot of unrealistic expectations um, in terms of, like, working from home and having a child. I remember uh, an old manager telling me, can't I just sit my daughter in front of the TV for the eight hours whilst I work and then just continue working as if she's a robot and doesn't need any human interaction, Um, and so yeah so there's a lot of stuff that we're doing and ways in which people can kind of get involved with Orbit and well I guess we're going to do like a mini rebrand as well um, hopefully with a brand new website um, and just yeah an easier way that people can get involved but um, traditionally in the past it's been like whatsapp groups um, our chats whether that's on Peanut or Clubhouse um, and for now as well um, Instagram so we we try and put up a lot of questions and stories that people can kind of share stuff and we share that with the community and, and talk openly about it and then podcast chats like this so people can hear
0: about different things and get involved as well what would you like to see by the end of 2024 kind of like come to fruition I mean rebrand one thing but like what what's on like that top list that we're going to see. I'm going to also, by the way, everything will be in the show notes for the Busy Moms Listener. They all know, go to the show notes. This will connect to your website, your Instagram, like all of your socials so that people know exactly how to reach you. But by the end of this year, because you know, we're in the beginning. So let's talk about the end. Um, And all of those, you know, big dreams, high hopes. What are you hoping to see transpire for Orbit? Because your your friendship is great. So we're, we're already like lock and stop. We're good there. So what's going to happen
2: with Orbit? Oh. I have so an we, idea. But well, go on. Yeah. I'm looking to see which direction She's you're going
0: to go like, in. I already have this one. But, you know, you go first, Brenda. And then I I'm going gonna... to. I'm trying to see whether which direction <laughs> you're going to go
2: in. But there's so many different directions. <laughs>
0: there's so many. Um, I feel like there's so many
1: big hopes for Orbit. So end of the year. Personally, I would love to be doing Orbit full time. Like I would love for Orbit to be in a position where like I am able to do it full time. It's the only job that I am doing. I can give it everything and then some because um, I'm working full time as well as doing Orbit and then also being a mom. So like I would love to just do Orbit full time personally. And then for Orbit itself, um, I think I would really love us to get back to where we were in terms of like we were on our game but this is because we was on maternity as well like we were having those weekly chats we were doing a lot with like the community in terms of like that community engagement um and so yeah end of the year I would love for us to yeah get to a point where we have done loads of events we have had loads of conversations we've partnered with a few other brands and we've just gotten to that point where like our community like fully fully knows kind of where we are like when you think of Orbit you think yeah that's the place to go if you want to be surrounded by love by support by community by understanding uh by no judgment like that's where you go for that um so yeah I I would like Orbit to be kind of a household
2: name I don't know by the end of the year yeah (laughs) a hundred percent I think just to echo what you said so For me, it's the aspect of, yes, having that brand awareness that you hear Orbit or if you know someone who's pregnant or having a baby or you know women in your life who even if they don't want children but they, you know, need that place, that naturally Orbit is the the go-to place that, you know, if you know someone, that's where you're recommending. Oh, have you heard of Orbit? Have you... Mm -hmm. you, had an event of orbit or have you spoken to anyone at orbit that's what I would essentially want for the end of year and I would also really love to do something overseas um because yeah. right now we're doing our events here and we're having a great time with it I would like for us to um go overseas and replicate what we're doing here um overseas and, and build out communities there as well and do in-person events as well over there so yeah
1: yeah I'm here for getting flued out Shanice <laughs>
0: First <laughs> <Nice> class. <laughs> I love it. Well, I can't wait to to watch it all unfold this year. And as we as we near the the year end, it will just be it will all come to fruition. Amen. Yes. Amen. This is the good stuff. Words of wisdom to that expecting busy mumsy. Anything else that you hold close to your heart that you would like to share to that expecting mum? Oh. I wish oh, someone yes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: my my word of wisdom is take your time um because when you have the baby like it, it's almost like there is no time like time just flies by so quickly you go from having a newborn to them walking and crawling and pulling your hair within a blink of an eye um so take your time with things and by take a time I mean take a time with yourself take a time with your recovery take a time with your friendships take a time with your relationships like just take your time um it's you will want to rush things because you want to get back to who you were but like this new version of who you are embrace that as well
2: um so yeah take your time with everything is yeah my word of advice I think what I'm going to say kind of just emulates that and replicates that because what I was thinking of is, you know, when you, especially when you first have a child, there's that huge transitional period where all eyes are on the baby and you feel that you have essentially lost yourself and you don't know what's going on. You don't know left from right. And it's a a lot to process. But I would just say, know that you will get there eventually when the time is right. And there's no rush to get to that point. Your relationship Mm -hmm. will change. Uh, Your relationships with your friends, if you have a partner, your relationship with your partner. It is a huge life um, transition. Even with family, um, everything changes, right? How you look at yourself, the way that you take care of yourself. So really just... Again, like Brenda said, take your time and know that it's okay. There's going to be periods where it's very, very hard. Uh, there's going to be periods where you're flying through and it's easy, but just take your time. And eventually, you will get to a place where you might have parts of your old self back, but you will also have this beautiful new version of yourself that maybe likes different things or listens to or watches new programs or whatever that looks like. And that's okay. Let yourself go through all of the motions and yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm a huge Bluey fan, and I never thought I'd be a Bluey
1: fan before I had a baby. So, like, you will discover new things about yourself. I'm a huge Bluey fan.
0: I'm currently in my Gabby's Dollhouse era. Oh, I was there. I can't stand it. it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have to say it because I normally would just be like, okay, now we're done with the podcast, but we're not because you just really touched on something that. Okay, so I I felt pregnant with Adia when I was 38, 39. Yeah. I'm 43 now. Yeah, so 30 30 39. Okay, I'm bad with I love the I, working out, that was really What I'm saying out is the person that took me to get to that age of 38 or 39 and I pull my ponytail back tighter and tighter each day. <laughs> Is such a different person, and now I'm 43. And so, this window of nearing four years of being a mom is like this whole rebirth, regrowth. And I've, I the reason why I say this is because you touched on something that I've been doing this podcast for nearing two years now, and everyone is like, Give yourself grace, and it will come, and blah blah blah. But you just hit it so perfectly by just saying, Take your time you're growing into this new person. And it's so right in saying, and I think that we should really, because I, like, I have these frustrating days still as a mom and Mm -hmm. still as a a business owner and trying to get my business to where I want it to be and projected to be by the end of 2024. And it's so true in saying, and you need to hear because it just struck a chord of like, you're right. Take your time, let yourself settle get your feet planted. And if you have to pivot and change and all of that, it's okay because it's your journey. And that mm-hmm. child changed you. It changed you in so many ways that you will continue to learn throughout your parenting journey, how it changed you. I mean, mm-hmm. you even touched on the other thing about friendships and the, you know, losing friendship and creating new and like, you know, it's, it's another like birthing process. And it's a beautiful thing to always highlight that for anyone that is expecting and going into this new chapter, because it is new and it's okay to take your time.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like it's, it, it will change you. And I I feel like sometimes we try and fight that because you really want, you're holding on for dear life, like, this, I am not this nappy changing machine, like, I am, I was someone, I used to go clubbing, I used to have the time of my life, and it, it changes you, but, like, let go and just take your time, like, you will find who you are, and it might not be who you was before, but, like, the new version of you is so much stronger, so much more flexible, so much more understanding, so much more fun, like, there's so much more to you and I think yeah just take your time in figuring out what that is and yeah I think there is this rush to get back to that but it's okay if it I mean it took me I, I'm still finding myself to be honest with you That's and my daughter so like it's gonna it's you're just gonna continue to go through that journey and whatever that looks like
2: it'll be sad at times it'll be beautiful at times but just yeah take your time with it. Yeah, I think what you just said there was kind of like a reminder that it's there's no end to it. It's a constant journey. You're constantly going to be learning and growing and where there's different stages. Like you said, it, it feels like the longer you're a parent, the better you get. But I'm yeah. telling you, that's not the case. The different stages that you go through, you have to now adapt and learn who they, the, diff, the new person that they are. You know, the person that Milan was when she was one is very different to the four year old I have now who, chats back to me and tells me why asks me why and tells me no and that means I have to find a different version of myself to deal with that and also still learn and find different ways of navigating my own life outside of being a mum it's literally never ending so just honestly take your time there isn't there isn't a rush even though it feels like it I promise there's no
0: rush just take your time I absolutely agree. And I am in my Gabby's dollhouse era. Brenda's in her bluey era. Shanice, where what era are you in?
2: I'm what is Milan? Oh my gosh. Milan really loves <laughs> Milan really loves. She calls it superheroes, but it's um it's called PJ Masks. She is in her bag for that. And Lightning McQueen. I can't get enough of Lightning McQueen. Thankfully, I'm a Disney head myself. So I enjoy watching. Perfect. Pause <laughs> today. That's okay.
0: <laughs> well, Brenda and Shanice, you are my new fast friends. You guys are absolutely incredible. Um, my busy moms, listeners, please go to the show notes for all details to head to orbit. Thank you for your time, your words of wisdom, and have a glorious day. No, thank thank you, you so much. For us. It's been so much yeah. fun. I loved it. It was amazing. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. Did you like it, Adia? Yes. Yeah. The enthusiasm! I love it. Please share your love by giving us a five-star rating, a rockin' review, and please share with any fellow Busy Mumsies. We love hearing from you. So, if you want to get in touch, head to the Busy Mumsy show notes for further details and links to the Busy Mumsy website. So long for now. Can you say bye bye, Adia? Bye bye, Adia.